Hey there, everybody. My name is Brian Venker, and you're listening to Podcaster, the fastest way to launch a podcast on iTunes. This is episode four, and on this podcast, I take you through some really, really easy and painless ways in which you can launch your very own podcast and launch it on iTunes. So what are we talking about in this episode? Well, today I want to cover 12 things that you need to create a podcast and launch it on iTunes. So that's the lowdown, basically 12 essential items that you need, essential things that you need in order for you to launch your podcast. So without wasting any further time, let's get straight into it. So at the top of the charts, at number one, goes without saying, you're going to need a computer. So we're talking of a PC or a laptop, whatever you prefer. And it could also be a PC Windows or, or a Mac, really doesn't matter. But I think some of the essential things to realize about requirements for your laptop. F- firstly, you need a laptop or a computer that has at least two gigabytes of memory or what is also called RAM, because this allows certain programs that you will need and we're going to cover some of those to run efficiently on your program on your computer if you've got that kind of memory so at least two gigabytes of ram in terms of hard disk drive space you know uh, you just need to have enough for you to be able to store your files and remember some of the files you'll be storing them as raw footage so there could be huge files like dot uh, wave file which for a 30 minute podcast can be one gigabyte in size so you just need to ensure that you've got enough hard disk drive space on your computer so that's pretty much it in terms of the specs you know so any modern day laptop or computer uh, is already equipped with these sort of specs in addition to that you you need to have at least a usb port and the reason being a lot of the hardware that you plug into your computer goes through the usb port so things like giving your microphones which we're going to cover in this episode as well also you need a computer that is already equipped with a sound card because you're going to be recording sound and audio And like I said, again, a lot of the modern day computers that do come well equipped with this. Second thing we're going to look at is, um, or number two, you need a microphone. Here I'm really concentrating more on the audio type of podcast because in episode one or two, we covered, you know, that there are different types of uh, podcasts out there, these uh, video podcasts, but here I'm really talking about the audio podcast. So I'm assuming you, you, that's the one you're going with. So you need a microphone. So a little bit of um, background information to understand about microphones. Firstly, there are two types of microphones that are generally available. And, you know, microphones are like cars. You know, you can buy um, the bottom of the range or you can buy the Rolls Royce. So it really depends on what kind of budget you have. But my suggestion is if you're just starting off, if you just want to test the waters, as it were, you know, don't go overboard and blow your whole budget and buy a $1,000 microphone. Although if you can afford it, there's nothing to stop you. But, you know, a lot of the um, low-priced ones do a pretty good job of projecting your sound and recording your sound and your voice in the way that you want. So two types of microphones. Firstly, there's what is called a condenser type of microphone. Now, 
a best way to describe the condenser microphone is ba basically from the makeup inside the microphone and there's a little bit of the physics behind it there's a what are called capacitor plates which are basically two plates one that moves and in that movement they move according to your voice and that generates a little signal or a little um voltage or signal yeah which then is translated into the sound that you then hear uh, you know that's kind of like the science behind it we don't want to bog you down with the details but what Condenser microphones are typically like, they're very, very sensitive. In other words, they pick out any sound that is within the vicinity. So if you've got like cars in the background or you're recording near a busy road, all those sounds can be picked up uh, using a condenser microphone. So it's very, very sensitive. But on the plus side, you know, one of the, uh, you know, early entry level microphones that you get are all condenser mics. And this is the USB headset, which typically consists of your headphones and a microphone projecting to your mouthpiece. And a good example is the Plantronics brand, um, which does a pretty decent job. Other condenser types uh, include the Samsung CO1U uh, and so on. The other thing to, to realize with condenser mics is a lot of them, they need additional power for them to work so what is known as phantom power which is just an, a, an external source of voltage so as a result they might need to be plugged into a mixer you know which is either powered through the usb port of your computer or you've got another source of uh, phantom power but don't bog yourself too much about the technicalities just know that the condenser type of microphone is very very sensitive and it's basically made up of two plates inside it that move and when they move they create uh, they record the sound that that's basically what what the condenser mic does the other type of microphone is the dynamic type of microphone now dynamic uh, microphone consists inside of it of a diaphragm and a coil which is connected to magnets so when this moves it creates a vibration which is how the sound is uh, generated and recorded a uh, ex good example of this microphone is the Shure SM58 which is actually the mic that I'm using right now and I will post a couple of links to these microphones in the in the show notes i like this microphone because it's not as sensitive as a condenser mic but at the same time it's also good at rejecting um external sounds you know sounds that you don't really require to be recorded so it records the sounds that are within the vicinity of the microphone itself and got a good rejection rate of um ambient sounds so for that reason i prefer the dynamic mic so that's number two so one and two probably have gone on for quite a bit but the rest of this i'll just run through very very quickly the items that you need for a podcast at number three we've got wordpress website now it goes without saying that any podcast is actually a website that has an rss feed and we talked a little bit about this in episode one about um, having a WordPress website. One thing I need to emphasize here is you need the, there's two types of WordPress installations. There's the WordPress.org. This is actually what you need, uh, which allows you to have a standalone WordPress site on your own server. There is also the WordPress.com, which is, you know, hosting your own website, but on the WordPress platform, if you like, or on the WordPress server. This one I don't recommend because it comes with so many limitations. So that's at number three. At number four, you will need associated to your WordPress website, you would need a plugin that is called the Blueberry 
plugin. What this plugin does is it allows your website to generate the essential things that a podcast requires, things such as the RSS feed that we talked about. It also helps you prepare the requirements for submitting your your podcast to iTunes. So it's got like a very good checklist that ensures that you've uh, fulfilled the requirements for for iTunes when you're submitting your your podcast. So that's what I recommend, Blueberry plugin. Again, I'll put a link to that. At number five, we've got Apple iTunes. Goes without saying, if you're launching a podcast that needs to be live on iTunes, you would need to have an Apple ID. And to do that, you simply uh, sign up for an Apple account and you get an associated account, which allows you to submit your podcast episodes and be listed on iTunes. At number six, I've got FileZilla FTP. FTP is basically a program that allows you to upload files to a web server of your choice. So an FTP client such as FileZilla is just a very easy way to transfer your files that you've recorded, you know, your MP3 files or your video files to your server in, in preparation for them to become episodes or for your, for your podcast. So that's requirement number six. At number seven, I've got the MP3 tag. MP3 tag is another little software. All it does is it makes the process of applying tags to an MP3 file really easy. So MP3 tags are like the metadata or the data associated with any MP3 file that you've created. So this kind of data includes things like the episode name, or the episode notes, brief description of the episode, as well as a cover art, which is the image associated with your particular uh, podcast or episode. At number eight, I've got Audacity. Audacity is a program that can work both on the PC and on the Mac to record MP3 files. And we've got a separate uh, episode that's going to look at that in, in great detail. At number nine, I've got GarageBand, which is the Mac or Apple equivalent of MP3 generating uh, software. So uh, amongst the other things that uh, GarageBand does is it, it makes the process of creating an mp3 file really really easy at number 10 i've got just very simply you need a, a word or some kind of word processing application to be able to create your show notes which allow you to plan your podcast in advance and also create the show notes that you then associate with your episode at number 11, I've got, there's two options here. You've got either the GIMP, which is a freely available open source software to edit images. Also, if you prefer to use Photoshop, you could use Photoshop. This helps you create a lot of the imagery required, you know, to launch a podcast episode. So each episode, typically you want associated with a, with a unique image. And also you could be creating things like your cover art or your images associated with your podcast. So you would need some ways of editing your images. At number 12, and the very last of the 12 things you need to create a podcast on iTunes, I've simply got Google forward slash Twitter. So these two things help you research about what topics to cover. You know, what could be of interest to talk about on your podcast? So there we have it very, very quickly running through. You need a PC or laptop at number one. And number two, you need a decent microphone. And number three, you need a WordPress website. And number four, you need a plugin which works with your WordPress website. At number five, you need an Apple ID or iTunes account. At number six, you need a FileZilla FTP program. At number seven, you need an MP3 tag uh, program or software. 
At number eight, you need Audacity, the software that allows you to create MP3 files. At number nine, you can also use GarageBand if you're on a Mac. At number 10, you need some kind of word processing, so Word or text for to create show notes. At number 11, you need a photo imaging software like GIMP or Photoshop. And then at number 12, you need to use Google or Twitter to research your topics. So, so there we have it, the 12 things that you need to create a podcast. So don't forget, in order to keep track of all the episodes that were released on this particular podcast, you need to either subscribe through iTunes or directly on the website podcaster.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I definitely look forward to speaking to you again next week when we look at another topic on podcaster, the fastest way to create a podcast and launch it on iTunes. Cheers, everybody. What, 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 what.